In this episode of the Leadersmith Podcast, I'm going to talk about W. Clement Stone, and I'm going to go over a number of quotes of W. Clement Stone so that you can understand how he thought and perhaps use these quotes in a presentation or paper or just for some inspiration. Stay tuned. In a world of incompetent bosses, micromanagers, and petty tyrants, one management professor claims that he can help you become the kind of leader that you would want to follow. You are listening to The Leadersmith. Now, here is your host, Darren Gertis. So W. Clement Stone was a businessman uh, in the 20th century, and he was a disciple of, friend of Napoleon Hill. Uh, Napoleon Hill, as you know, wrote Think and Grow Rich. Uh, he ran the Napoleon Hill Foundation for uh, some 40 years, and he had a number of his own books, um, like The Success System That Never Fails, which was a really good book, or uh, Success Through a Positive Mental Attitude, The Other Side of the Mind, uh, a number of really good books. I, I really particularly like The Success System That Never Fails. So I'm going to go over a number of his quotes, some 20 some odd of his quotes, and then just unpack some of them a little bit. Okay, so let me start with this. And I tried to, I didn't really order them, but kind of put them into groupings. So they'll, some will sound similar, and we'll just kind of start with where he starts in his thinking and then end up where his primary objective is, which is action. Okay, so he starts with this. All personal achievement starts in the mind of the individual. Your personal achievement starts in your mind. The first step is to know exactly what your problem, goal, or desire is. Now, again, you're going to hear echoes of Napoleon Hill in what he has to say. But yeah, you have to start. You have to know what it is, what your real focus is, your primary objective is. It all starts in your mind. Next, when you discover your mission, you will feel its demand. It will fill you with enthusiasm and a burning desire to get to work on it. Okay, that burning desire language, you can probably hear Napoleon Hill in the background of that. But yeah, when you discover your mission, what your purpose is, you, you feel pulled by it. You feel like you're compelled to go do that thing. And so there's something really powerful about it. If you haven't discovered your purpose, you haven't discovered your mission, you don't know what you're on earth to do, then you kind of are floundering around. But once you figure out, like, I know my goal... I the program is called the Leadersmith. I, I, I'm not claiming that I'm the best leader. I am telling you, I can help you become a better leader. I spent 20 years studying leadership. I do this with my MBA students all the time. I can help you become the kind of leader that you would want to follow. That's my purpose. That's my mission. And when you have that, you're enthusiastic. Nobody put a gun to my head and said, get up and do this podcast episode this morning. I got up voluntarily. I'm excited. I, I want to do this. I want to help you become a better leader. Okay, next. Uh, instead of believing the world is plotting to do you harm, choose to believe that the world is plotting to do you good. Instead of seeing every difficult, challenging event as a negative, see it for what it could be, something that is meant to enrich you, empower you, or advance your causes. Now that's interesting because he's taking this mental reframing and saying, hey, this thing that you think is an obstacle, it's really something for your growth. And in here that you you sound you hear things like Jim Rohn talking about how, you know, don't don't wish that that things were better. Wish you were better, right? Grow. You become more. As you become more, you take on more and you're able to handle more. So do that. And you hear those kind of, of sentiments here. Next, to be happy 
make other people happy. <laughs> that's pretty easy. And, and that sounds like Zig Ziglar when he's talking about like if you if you can get anything that you want, if you help enough other people get what they want. And so it's the same kind of concept. Next, there is little difference in people, but that little difference makes a big difference. The little difference is attitude. The big difference is whether it is positive or negative. Now, he wrote a book called Success Through a Positive Mental Attitude. Nobody gets things done. Nobody becomes great achievers by being negative, by thinking, oh, well, you know, the world's against me, or blaming other people, or thinking the system is stacked against them and you just can't win. Nobody, Nobody's going to succeed with, in that kind of environment. But if you think, hey, I'm, I can go make that happen. I'm going to go do it. If you have that positive mental attitude, you actually are more likely to achieve. I mean, significantly more likely to achieve. Okay, next, there is more to success than reading self-help books and extracting the philosophy contained in them, and that is action. The true value of a self-help book is not what the writer puts into the book, but what you, the reader, take out of the book and put into your life. Now, he wrote self-help books, so he's all about the self-help books, but you have to take action. That's the point. You have to have a positive mental attitude that leads you to take action action. If you just sit around and think that was a great thought, you're not going to get anywhere. Take action. Next, keep your mind on your objective and persist until you succeed. Study, think, and plan. Okay, focus. So again, a theme here is have the right mental attitude. Focus on that. Stay true to that goal. Don't go left or right. Just keep going. Keep focusing on it. Keep doing what you need to be doing. Next. So you've got a problem. That's good. Why? Because repeated victories over your problems are the rungs on the ladder of success. With each victory, you grow in wisdom, stature, and experience. You become better, a bigger, more successful person each time you meet a problem and tackle and conquer it with a positive mental attitude. Now, that's the opposite of the way that we think of problems. We think of problems as something that we want to go away. But what if you thought about them as training tools, as something that will help you grow and develop more mental muscle toward your objective? You would handle it very differently. You would welcome problems. And if you welcome those problems, well, you're going to handle them differently. Okay, next. To solve a problem or to reach a goal, you don't need to know all the answers in advance, but you must have a clear idea of the problem or the goal that you want to reach. So you don't have to have it all. And this is a problem with, uh, say, entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs don't know all the answers. They know, hey, I want to go and contribute this thing or provide this service or do this activity for this purpose, but they don't know what they don't know. As they engage in it, they, the problems will emerge and they will have these problems to overcome and grow from and to become more. But you don't have to know everything when you set out. You just have to know what the North Star is and how to chase that North Star. And those problems, those obstacles will step into your path along the way. Next, you're a product of your environment. So choose the environment that will best develop you toward your objective. Analyze your life in terms of its environment. Are the things around you helping you toward success or are they holding you back? So that's really interesting. I was just re reading um, a book by Marshall Goldsmith. Marshall Goldsmith is a, uh, a an expert, uh, consultant, coach. Uh, he's the, one of the leaders in this field. The book was called Triggers, and he was talking about how 
um, you know, your environment, think about how much your environment helps you or hinders you. It's not the only thing, but you place yourself in a bad environment or a negative environment and you are less likely to su succeed because the environmental factors are working against you. But you put yourself in a positive environment, an environment that's stacked in your favor, and you're far more likely to, su to succeed. So think about your environment because it's important. It's not the only thing, but it's an important thing. Okay, next, be careful the environment you choose, for it will shape you. Be careful the friends you choose, for you will become like them. Now, I think that's true. Uh, Jim Rome talks about how, uh, think about your five closest friends, average their salary, that's your salary. That's how powerful your environment is on you, how how powerful the, the influence of your peers is on you. So if you want to be successful, you have to be very careful and choose your environment carefully and choose the people that you put yourself around very, very carefully. Okay, next, the reason so few people are successful is no one has yet found a way for someone to sit down and slide uphill. <laughs> and I love the way he puts that. There's no, no one has yet found a way for someone to sit down and slide uphill. It just doesn't work. You can slide downhill. You can be unsuccessful quickly by stop doing things, being, becoming a sluggard and, you know, burying your, your hand in the dish and not, not working. And over time, thing, bad things will happen. But just by sitting down over time, good things don't happen. You have to get up and you have to move uphill. You have to take that action and you have to do the work in order to get where you're trying to go. Okay, next, regardless of who you are or what you have been, you can be what you want to be. I, I find that so encouraging. Let me say that again. Regardless of who you are or what you have been, you can be what you want to be. Why? Because you have that control. The system is not stopping you from being successful. Yes, different people have different um, obstacles in their path. But if you want to be successful, you can be successful. It doesn't matter what you know, you think are out there in the environment, you can be, you can change. You might not be able to change all the way to becoming the president of the United States. That's a very high bar, but you can change and be far better than where you are right now, regardless of your circumstances. And that's a true statement. It's very powerful. And if you get that in your mind, um, this will help you have the right mental attitude to then pursue it, to be willing to pursue it, to, to, to be willing to take on those obstacles and then to take the action to do it. Okay, next, uh, you always do what you want to do. This is true with every act. You may say that you have had to do something or that you are forced to do, but actually whatever you do, you do by choice. Only you have the power to choose for yourself. Now that's that's really uh, sobering because if you think about it, like every act that you do, like I don't want to do lots of things that I do, but I choose to do it because it's better to do that than not to do it. Um, I don't like grading papers, but I choose to do the grading papers because I want to stay doing my job as a professor. I enjoy what I'm doing as a professor. I enjoy being in my classroom, but I don't like grading. So. But I choose to do that. Everything I choose, I choose when I'm going to do it. I choose what I'm, how I'm going to spend my time doing it. I choose every act. I choose when I am going to, you know, just sit there and veg on the couch and watch TV. I have chosen that act. And if you realize just how, how liberating it is when you understand that you are free to make the choices of what you're going to do or not going to do, 
it's amazing. Now, you have even chosen to go to that, that job that you hate, to work for that boss that you don't like. You could also choose to leave that job and go somewhere else or to find another job so that you can leave that job. You can choose that as well. And so just understand the choice is yours. Next, have the courage to say no. Have the courage to face the truth. Do the right thing because it's right. These are the magic keys to living your life with integrity. Right? You have choice. You can say no. Face the hard facts. Face the reality. Maybe you don't want to leave that job because it's it's what you know. But maybe you ought to leave that job or you ought to do something else. That's okay. Do the right thing live with integrity and you're going to be far more successful than if you're just trying to just get by. Next, sometimes the things that seem to be adversaries turn out to be opportunities in disguise. Man, I love that. And I found that to be true in my own life that sometimes things that I thought were difficulties, that the things that were, man, this is just terrible. It's bringing me down. Because I had to face them, I was better on the other side because I faced them and went over them or around them or through them or whatever it was. Those adversaries turned out to be opportunities. and I couldn't see the opportunity, but on the other side of it, I thought, wow, I'm so much better off for having had to face that. Next, effort and work can become fun when you establish specific desirable goals. Yeah, that's true. And there's a whole literature in the academic uh, research about gamification of things, where if you can turn something into a game, it can actually become fun, even if it was just work before. So think in terms of how you can gamify. And um, a great book for that is Change Anything. There's like five different authors, Carrie and Shook, wait, no, no, not Shook, Carrie and Patterson and Grenny or whatever. It's called Change Anything. Uh, Just look that up. They talk about gamification. Next, no matter how carefully you plan your goals, they will never be more than pipe dreams unless you pursue them with gusto. So you can't just have plans. Like if you have New Year's resolutions and you plan things out, great, you have New Year's resolutions. Wonderful, yay, I'm gonna do this this year. But unless you pursue these things, like hawkishly pursue them with everything in your being, you believe that you can achieve them and you move toward those goals rapidly, you're doing something every day toward those goals, it, it doesn't work. Suppose you wanna write a book. You want to write a book? Great. Lots of people want to write a book. Are you writing? Did you write yesterday? Are you writing today? If you're not, you're not writing a book. Now, that might be on paper as a goal, but you're not actually taking any action toward it. You're not getting it done. Go write. Turn me off now and go write. Come back to me later. Go write. Next, tell everyone what you want to do and someone will want to help you do it. Now, that's interesting. I've I've experienced that a lot where once people knew what I was actually trying to accomplish, there were people that wanted to help me. There were things, the resources that came to my aid that I didn't see, that I couldn't see because, you know, nobody's, not everybody's telling me what they want to do. Um, and so I don't know what's on their minds and they don't know what's on my mind. But when I make it public, when I plant a flag, when I say I'm doing X, guess what? People will rally to that flag. So Think in terms of expressing what it is that your great ambition or goal is and say, this is what I'm doing. And some people will show up. It's amazing when that happens. Next, try, try, and keep trying is the rule that must be followed to become an expert in anything. 
You can't just simply say, well, I, you know, I tried once and didn't work. No, you got to keep going because over time you're going to, you know, get yourself to a place where you get to that breakthrough. So keep going, keep adjusting, keep making changes and working toward it. So don't, don't do the same thing every time. That's neurotic. If you're just doing the same thing again and again and again, and it doesn't work, just keep adjusting and trying to make it work. And eventually you'll hit the breakthrough if it's something that is breakthroughable. Okay. Next, you have everything to gain and nothing to lose by trying. Self-explanatory. If you don't try, you, you don't get anything. But if you do try, you could hit the jackpot. Try. Next, success is achieved and maintained by those who try and keep trying, for there is nothing to lose by trying and a great deal to gain if successful. By all means, try. Do it now. And you know, look, again, it's the same theme again and again. Try, do it, make sure you, you get active, execute, go get it done. Like I said, if you think that you should be writing, turn me off right now and go write or whatever the equivalent is. I, I don't mind, I'll still be here. You can come back, just pause the, this episode and turn it off and go do that thing. Then tomorrow, make sure that you have a time and place to go do that thing. And then the next day, go do that thing. That's how you become successful by doing that thing, not just sitting around thinking about it. Okay, next, thinking will not overcome fear, but action will. And, and like I just said, I was just talking about this very idea, thinking. So I, I want you to think through things, right? I'm, I'm trying to help you think through things, but it's going to be action that's actually going to be the key to your success. Not just thinking about it, not just thinking, well, wouldn't that be great strategizing? No, go and do that thing. Action will take care of it. Next, it takes less work to succeed than to fail. <laughs> it, it doesn't sound right, but there's something true about that. Failing, if you fail, you keep failing again and again, or if you keep not trying, you fail by default. And it's, it's terrible because you keep, you stay in that same place and you keep thinking about, well, what if I did it? Just do it. Go do it. Go succeed. By the way, this is also the title of a great book by Truett Cathy, the um, the founder of Chick-fil-A. I highly recommend that book. And it's got the same kind of theme. Okay, here's the last quote by uh, W. Clement Stone. Do it now. Do it now. Just do it now. And there's a great story behind that. And, you know, he, he thought that this was so important that he would put this on cards and posters all over his office. Now, remember, Clement Stone, W. Clement Stone was a... Um, a uh, famous businessman. He ran a huge insurance company. He had a, I mean, it was a national insurance company. It was all over the nation. It, he was very, very successful. And all over his offices, you would see signs that say, do it now, do it now, do it now. He would have his people say this a hundred times a day, do it now, do it now, do it now, do it now, because action is what gets you done. It, it's not just about thinking about it. It's not just about processing great thoughts. Yeah, you do need to do that in order to get to the mental attitude where you do it now. But the rubber meets the road when you do it now. So here's what I'm going to say. I hope that that helps you become the kind of leader that you'd want to follow, that this has helped you take action, move towards it. But I hope that you will turn this off right now and do it now. Do it now. Turn me off. Do it now. I shouldn't still be running. Turn this off. Do it now. Do it now. Hey, thanks for listening.